Finding the right cleat can be transformative. Believe me, I've worn plenty during my career. So getting the right balance is crucial. The cleat needs to feel good on your foot, but also feel good connecting with the ball. The New Balance Furon 7 Plus is built with both of those points in mind, offering overall comfort and precise striking in the game's fastest moments. Because, as I learned the hard way, because I didn't possess much of it, speed matters in soccer. That's why the Furon 7 Plus is built for accuracy and precision at rapid pace and is engineered specifically for use on firm ground. Why is this the ideal cleat, I hear you ask? Well, not to get too scientific, but the Furon 7 Plus offers a lightweight yet supportive hypo-knit with mesh lining upper construction and is paired with offset lacing for a truer strike of the ball, which is a long way of me saying that your game will immediately get better when these are on your feet. Learn more and purchase the Furon at NewBalance.com. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. You're ready, Bob. Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Yes. <laughs> yes. What is up, everybody? And welcome to Matt Turner's favorite podcast. It's Talk We Trust. Listen, Matt Turner's the only one, I think, coming out smelling like roses after these two friendlies, 180 minutes for the U.S. men's national team after getting two consecutive clean sheets. I'm here, Jimmy Conrad, alongside Hollywood Heath Pierce. Charlie Chuck Wagon Davies will be joining us shortly. He apparently was getting one of his 17 cars washed, and he wanted to make sure they didn't miss his spot. But those are all really the jokes, Heath Pierce. You know, we're, we're walking into a situation where I'm frustrated, I'm concerned, I'm worried. Now, of course, this team will be remembered for what they do at the World Cup and not a friendly before it. But I assume you're concerned as well. We got 54 days now to really hem and haw about this team. And, and really, what I want to throw to you, Hollywood Heath Pierce, is that I feel like I've left these 180 minutes with more questions than I have answers. And that adds to my concern. I am officially <laughs> no longer hater proof, Jimmy. Uh, I am <laughs> riddled, uh, with, uh, hater aid and I need these, ha- I, I threw on these hater blockers, uh, just to get me through this show because, you know, uh, things aren't, things aren't looking great. Uh, JC, um, and I am extremely disappointed in the way this yes, team came course. out. I am also, um, reminded of how young this team is in terms of, uh, the courage they have, the the experience they have, the nerves that they're clearly showing in a moment like this. We talked about it with uh, Tim Howard a couple of days ago in terms of like who who are the leaders, right? Our our leader is mm-hmm. is still one of the kids who's going through his own stuff, who's releasing a book, you know, like he this is our captain. Um, it is not uh, it has not gone uh, and his own shoe plan, and his I own think. World Cup shoe, right? Yeah, and his own World Cup shoe. Um, but he's still young, and and when I look at this team. I saw a few moments early on where you're like, oh, yeah, they, they're trying to solve for some of the things that they, 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 they did before. When I see today, Jimmy, I'm not, I, go, I go to last game, Greg Berhalter. I go to this game, those are the players. And the players are connected to both of those. And, and I just didn't see – I saw a few flashes and a few moments. But overall, when you talk about responding or bouncing back or showing the things that you need to when you represent the crest, it felt a little 2018-y to me in terms of like 
fear and nerves and not that not that fight and that discipline and that confidence of like we collectively will go out there and get a result regardless of how or what it takes to get a result today. So I'm I'm extremely a little flustered. Um and uh well, well, I'm I'm well, I'll, I'll jump in here. We're going to get into the yeah. starting lineup cuz you you mentioned that it was more on the players today and I don't think Greg gave them an assist in some ways as we looked to transition. But before that, I want to get to somewhat of a statement that I want to make to hopefully if uh, the players probably shouldn't listen, but if they were, I there was one thing that I thought about before going to the World Cup and playing and knowing that I was going to start a World Cup game. And I honestly, even despite my experience, I was 29 at the time. I played against Italy, okay? I came in as a sub. I didn't have time to think, right? I just went out there and played and just tried to enjoy myself and live in the moment and try to make the best plays, best soccer decisions that I could at that time. But I played so poorly, Heath Pierce, in the, in the, mm-hmm. the practices leading up to the Ghana game in the World Cup because I knew I was starting. It was so bad, Heath, that I had Mooch Meiernick, rest in peace, come over to me and say, are you okay? Like the last thing you want is the assistant coach to come ask you if you're okay because you're playing so poorly. Because I was way in my head. I was way in my feelings. I was way overthinking things. And I can sense a little bit of that, to your point before, with some of these players. Now, when the game came, I said to myself, whatever happens is going to happen. I just don't want to be timid. I don't want to go out there and play with fear. I just want to play. If I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough. But I don't want to go out there and play with fear. I don't want to regret that performance. And if I had an opportunity to have my own speech with the guys, that's where I would lean. I would lean into that space because it looks like we're being timid and we're playing with fear. Not everybody. But you know, yeah, but 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 there are some. It's it's like a lack of consistency in decision-making. Sometimes you see the confidence for five minutes and then all of a sudden they make a mistake and that impacts them for the next five or 10, which then speaks to their youth. Go ahead. Yeah, there was there, there was a few moments in there where it looked like okay, we're turning it around. We play a little more direct. We get the ball up the field. We get in behind them. There was a lack of like uh, just crucial final balls and things like that that made us lethal in and around the box. But at least it was like okay, at least we've decided that we're going to stretch them. Weston McKinney is going to make a run over the top today, and he did it multiple times. You know, we saw it with Gio Reyna a few times that he sprung out on, on on in transition, and I saw a few of those things, and I was like, okay, at least we're better than we were in that game. But then I'm still left thinking like, okay, but how are we going to score goals in a World Cup? Where are they going to come from, right? And then when we go in those stretches where we're not playing super well, we allow teams to get chances on goal. We allow them to just, without earning it, without us suffering, without making them suffer, they just come down to our goal, one, two, three touches, bomb, 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 and now they're getting a half chance or a decent look on frame. And I'm like, that is problematic. And when I look at this team, uh, they all play at higher levels. Right. We get it. But, you know, you can criticize the MLS guys all you want. They all play at decent levels. Like there's nobody playing in in, you know, somewhere that's less than the Saudi Arabia um, professional league. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But but again, Saudi Arabia was missing multiple multiple players in this game. And Saudi Arabia probably had a mixed bag in terms of how they felt they played today. Um, But large periods, they were able to come back in it, establish, control some flow and tempo of the game not look like they were they were fearful of us whatsoever. We didn't I, I didn't see any fear in one of those players from the Saudi teams. But I saw some fear from our players and you know Jimmy when you get into these situations. Like you just mentioned, there's a mix of hey, I'm going to you know what? I'm going to go out, I'm going to play fearless. I need to get the job done and then you have your first turnover and that lactic acid builds up in your legs and your heart's beating <laughs> a little bit harder and the adrenaline rush has kicked in and you're thinking about every single thing that's about to happen and everything that you've done in your life up until that point. Because Twitter's it just requires, piling on you right now. <laughs> yeah, it requires five one-hundredths of a second to process a thought, Jimmy. And you can imagine what 30 seconds is like when things are going well and you're trying to mix 
hey, I need to play my game to show I'm good enough to make the squad. Not just like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not just show that I, I, I um, can play in this game or play simply or whatever. I'm trying to show I can make the team. So you're mixed with like doing more than you would usually do. Because clearly if you're, if you're a fringe player, that hasn't worked so far. So you're trying to do more. You're trying to prove prove something you're trying to impress you're trying to uh, solve for for what the game is actually asking for you and it's led to this sort of paralysis through analysis where guys look like they are not playing freely and i thought this was a young team that was too young to be nervous too young to be scared too young to not play freely and it seems like that's starting to set in that oh my gosh this world cup is just a few minutes away so i appreciate that insight i say that sometimes in my transitions, but let's talk about the lineup then because Matt Turner solid made the shots or saved the shots that he should get Serginho Dest. Now, no problem there on the left side. I just feel like we handcuff what he's capable of going forward. He got forward a couple times and, and I do like, I thought Joe Scali was I'm good too. Joe I'm taking him to the world cup off, off of 30 minutes. I mean, why else would you put him I, on? Well, I get, I, no, I get it. I get it. I like him dear. too. The game was more open. Just, he was more forward, but I do was. think I, that there, he, again, it's the right I, side. I, so it's it's like the it's one really position where we're super side. deep and like we're, we're pretty yeah. confident. I mean, I thought Yedlin was, was fine. I, I guess fine is really maybe not the word everybody's looking for. But I think that when Sergino Dest is on the left, we're handcuffed a little bit in what getting the most out of him and what he's capable of. Aaron uh, Long, think, surprised that he started. Surprised that he started, mm-hmm. dude. I'm surprised that Aaron Long started, but it makes me think that Greg Berhalter doesn't see Mark McKenzie and Eric Palmer Brown, who apparently had a hamstring issue and wasn't 100%, so he wasn't even being considered for this game. But he doesn't see them as real competitors to Aaron Long. He sees Cameron Carter-Vickers and Chris Richards as the real competition. So why not give another run out to Long and Zimmerman to maybe build that rapport? I don't know. They've played 12 games together now. 13 games together now. Seven, Seven wins, I believe three losses and now two draws. Does that add up? I three draws. <laughs> Aaron Long, Aaron Long, I think this is and I think this is true. Aaron Long and Walker Zimmerman played so bad in that first game, you had to play him again. And I've never it's it's like rare that you see that because it's not a it's it's generally like you play bad in the national team, you don't get another look, clearly, usually, right? Unless you're like an established player. But I think they played so poorly that Greg wanted them to have another game together as opposed to saying, well, you know, sure. if I give up on this yeah. or whatever, like they need to find a rhythm because clearly Greg is Aaron Long's going to the world cup. I, I, as much as people hate that he's going to the world cup. I'm not saying he should, I'm not saying his performances have warranted that whatsoever, but he's going to the world cup and Greg looks at that and goes, okay, I've got Aaron Long or I've got Cameron Carter Vickers or I've got, um, um, Richards. What's the name that's injured right now? Richards. Chris Richards. And yeah. take Cameron Carter Vickers out. Uh, Vickers out. You've got Richards and you've got Long in terms of the guys that he's like. These are the two two of the guys that I could go with. And I think that because of that, he didn't didn't go to plan. I think he probably would have played other center backs in those games. But like the the spotlight is on right now, and and those players needed to prove it. Again, it didn't get much better. I think there were moments where I think actually I think that we saw Zimmerman has a decent range of passing when given the time and space. But as soon as Saudi changed the way that they were playing and started pressing a little bit higher and forcing us to make decisions, that's when we get into trouble again. And so right, right. Uh, that back line, again, I like Scally. It was a 30-minute small sample size. Nobody should be judged on that. And I know that we're deep. I didn't think Yedlin was very good in this game defensively. Well, when he decided and, to actually and- get forward and he got kicked a few times, then we saw a little pluck from him, you know. Um, yeah. But I do think there was a lot of conservative playing. And I think our lineup was conservative. When you bring in Kellen Acosta into a midfield with Weston McKinney and Tyler Adams – 
you're not really looking to combine with your number nine. That was one of my big issues here. And so you're setting up, maybe, maybe Greg wants to see us in that formation with a cost on the field to see how we transition because we didn't transition very well against Japan, which fair play to Japan. They did a very good job of shutting that down. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I struggle a little bit with what's being asked of certain players. When I look at the Japan game, we'll, we'll keep it on the back line right now. You're, Japan smartly let our center backs have the ball. But instead of our center backs going, okay, great, no problem. We're just going to dump them into the corner and play, which is what we did today when there was no pressure on the ball. <laughs> uh, we, we, we didn't have answers for that. We kept trying to cram things into the middle of the field and we kept getting turnovered or, or you know, we turned the ball over and then go from there. And so I think there's a, there's a bit of a failure from Greg in terms of asking players to do something that they're not capable of. We have to figure out ways to get the ball to our playmakers in better areas of the field. Not to say the guys aren't trying. I think they're trying, but I don't think we're recognizing what's available to us and when. And so that, that becomes a little bit frustrating. It felt like today there was an emphasis on hitting long balls over the top to Weston McKinney and hitting diagonals, either from long over to Yedlin, which he missed one time, which didn't look great. And then obviously Zimmerman over to, well, probably Dest in some ways. Now, I think what's interesting about that tactic, I don't mind it. And I tweeted out at halftime that I think it, it can be a beautiful, no joke, it can be a beautiful tactic if it's well-timed and well-executed. And if you don't even win the first ball, if your team is ready for the long ball and then you turn and win the second ball and play from there. I've shared an, an, an example in a previous podcast about Sir Alex Ferguson doing this with Manchester United. Gary Neville will get the ball right back. If he can't play Beckham right away, then he'll play it up over the top because the left back had stepped up to Beckham. And now there's that little gap. And now it becomes a 50-50 ball between Rude Van Nistelrooy and the center back. Rude usually came up with it because the timing was so good. And then they would play from there. And I had somebody come at me, which is fine. I don't have anybody problem coming at me on Twitter. But, but the long ball shouldn't be a is not a tactic. I, I agree to disagree. But, but if it's well-timed and well-executed. And it felt like our guys took it literally. What do you mean long ball is not a tactic, by the way? Why, why, Char, Charlie's been trying to get onto this show for a while, and we've just been punishing him for, you know. Just listening again. to Nemanja Vinic over here, yeah, Bent. Yeah. I, I am Bent. <laughs> he does look like Vinic with his Charlie hood on. Charlie Chukwaki Davies, great to see not. you. Oh, but great, glad, great, uh, we, great to see you guys. We said that uh, Yo, you were getting, you were getting your space. 17 cars washed, and you didn't like it when somebody missed a spot. But uh, we're, we're, uh, we're happy you're joining us. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I just I just – it just felt like the guys took it really literally. Like, we're going to hit a long ball every single time. Just like in the game against Japan, we're going to try to play everything yeah. through everything every single time. And Jimmy, I don't understand why of my kids. players think so of literally all the time. Well, it reminds me of my kids. If I tell my kid, like, I was, I, we had a game uh, this weekend with the kids. And you play three, like, one in the midfield, two up top, two in the back. And I said to the two in the back, move forward. I'm not even coaching, just the parent on the side. I'm like, just move up because they're standing in front of the goal. They're doing cartwheels. They're dancing. They're having fun. I'm like, move up. I'm like, go forward. And then they ran all the way to the other goal. And, uh, and, and that was because you realize at that age that they don't understand nuance and there's no subtlety. It's like, you give me a message, I follow that message. You said run up. So I just kept running until it was at the end of the field. And, and uh, that's the headline, the headline here is like, Heath, Heath compares U.S. men's national team to U5 soccer team. <laughs> there was yeah. a literal interpretation of things today of like you said long ball oh that worked hey you know what we should do more long balls huh? <laughs> we should do more long balls uh instead of saying we use the long ball as a tactic <sighs> force that team to respect us now they now play. they have to make and some other play decisions underneath. and they can play yeah, yeah. exactly charlie give us Anyways, your thoughts charlie, great to, to see you, you as always you, you, you knew I, you knew i was coming in hot because yeah. 
we talked about seeing a team with with an identity still zero nil i'm looking i don't see one <laughs> we're if we're talking about playing to our strengths they don't even know what our strengths are because it's evident when someone gets on the ball in particular a center back with time and space they opt for a five yard pass they wait they sit they look they look they look no movement one option in front of you, uh, it's taken. Well, I'm going to force it in anyway because the <laughs> emphasis is playing short. Or I'm going to play a nice little five-yard pass to my center back partner. Who, who are you moving? If I'm, if I'm the opposing team, I'm like, this is great. Look at th This isn't a challenge. They're not moving us. If, yeah. if you have possession. We can all clap and go, go, go. Right. If you have possession, the idea is to tire the other team out because you're forcing them out of position. Possession with a purpose. You're keeping them moving. You're creating passing lanes. You're con con you're making 1v2 one, one situations. You're getting Christian Pulisic isolated. Where, where, where was that? There was nothing. And then on top of that, we could play P-Folk up there. We could play Sergeant up there. We could play Pepe or Ferrer. It doesn't matter. Whoever's playing there has zero support. Well, there zero was no, support. Listen, and Chuck, none of there was them no central are, midfielders, though. They're yes, like, who's going to come out? Regardless, they're they're on an island, and all of, of all our strikers in the pool, all of them, there is not one, not one who can take the game by themselves. That you can say, I'm gonna play you the ball into the channel, and we'll let you go to work. You're an Mbappe, you're you're a Haland. We don't have that. That player does not exist. So therefore. Whoever's playing in that position needs support. So I know we're talking about so late in the in the in the quick campaign right now before World Cup. I would I would argue that now's the time to change the system because Preach. this system does not work. It does not work. And so I don't care how many times you try and force it down these guys. We talk about uh, a system where it's less complicated. Just saying, I also don't think this there's is buy how we set up and we go. I agree with that. I don't think there's buy-in either. And and also, I thought it was telling Heath that Greg said after the Japan game, and I love your rants, Charlie. Keep them going. Uh, the that it, he they gave too much information to the players and they didn't process it or something to that effect. I'm I'm paraphrasing. That's that's pretty telling that the the guys need that much handholding one, and that they didn't do any scouting to Japan. That's what I heard. And so now they're trying to create the system without actually focusing on the opponent and how that system could work against that particular opponent, which I think is pretty important. And I, I, I ultimately, though, I agree to your point, Heath. I don't think that – I think there's buy-in from some, but I don't think there's buy-in from all. No, and I think and, it showed and, over the and, last two games. And, and think, think of Serginho Dest. I thought it was unimaginable you're going to put him on the left side. I thought there's no well, way – handcuffs Because him. you Handcuff. unbalance the whole team. Yeah. He comes inside. Christian comes inside. As soon as you lose possession, and you will lose possession because nobody's 100%, even Barcelona in their prime, they would lose the ball occasionally. You lose the ball, and this team is going to lose the ball a lot more often than, than the best of, of teams. Guess the spot that they hit first. That whole left side is completely open, and we saw Serginho come inside time and time again for early in the first half. It's a bad ball. Boom, right to goal. And this is Saudi Arabia. They had the better of the chances in this game. Saudi Arabia, we talked about how we were underwhelmed with Japan and Saudi Arabia in this window. I would like to see Brazil. I'd like to see Argentina, <laughs> France, Belgium. If we played them in this window, back-to-back -back three, four, five, zero losses, without a doubt, if you played this way. 
However, Ooh. maybe we don't that play. Could have been three, four, five. But but <laughs> maybe but maybe we don't play that way, right? Maybe they they say we're gonna just sit back and and play a different style, force you to play a different style. I don't know, but what I'm saying is, you expect to be dominant in this window, and we were everything but that. I I think that to your point, and what he said before you came on, Charlie. We never made either one of the opponents suffer. Never once did I see them look like they were troubled by us. Sure, there were we had some moments and and you know the the Ferreira chance against Japan. You know, we we created a couple opportunities, but it wasn't consistent and it never really looked like it was a team on the back foot. Maybe we had Japan there for a little bit in the in the start of the second half for about five to ten minutes where they looked like they were trying to figure us out. But but once they did, then we struggled. Once Saudi Arabia sat back, that's when we struggled. Once they realized, of don't course. don't extend yourself, just sit back in a, in a good mid block and a good low block. If they get past you, they're not going to b- break us down. So that gets back to the Mbappe and Holland team. I just want to say very quickly that about I, I don't know, 250 countries don't have a Holland or an Mbappe to lean on. But yeah. but to your point, Chuck. Okay. What are we doing to 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 say that though? Like, what are we doing? And, and this is the point you're trying to make. What are we doing to play to our strengths? And it doesn't seem like we're doing that because we don't have. But a listen, who listen can break down somebody it, but, in the final well, third by themselves. This is that's my point. Is we get nine. into a situation now where our best national teams have always been able to recognize when a team is vulnerable and you punish them. And when we get when we have these moments where you can feel, okay, the U.S. have a little rhythm. Oh, they're getting in and around the box. There is never a moment where you go, oh, this is going to turn into something right now. It just goes something flat. And then within a few minutes, it's like, oh, yeah, we've completely forgotten about that momentum. We don't have that ruthlessness that we've seen of national teams in the past where when they smell blood, a goal happens or something happens where you can feel that lean where it starts to really, really push on them. And they're like, oh, my gosh, Saudi can't get out of their box. They can't get out, they can't get out of their, their half. You can feel that lean and that the recognition of the players of going, hey, we've got them somewhere. Let's keep on pushing, pushing, pushing. It's just like a little wave, and then it just fizzles off. And then I, it I would goes say back this. to 20, 30 minutes of nothing. It's like watching scripted TV. When you're watching the U.S. play, it looks like everything is pre-planned and the op- opposition knows exactly what's coming. We're not surprised. They're not surprised because there's no creativity. We talk about creativity, but it's all the same things. They get it wide. FIFA, okay, here I go, cross. And the cross <laughs> is lobbed up and it's hopeful. Have you ever seen a cross... And, and you look at the lines of the players making runs. They're all on the same line. Mm-hmm. There's not a varied run, a hard near post run, a back post run, a penalty spot. So you have different options. They're all on the same line. What? What? what okay, what, Chuck, I'm going to take two steps back. I get it. I get uh, Yeah, I feel like it. And I said this before and I tweeted it out. I feel like I have more questions than answers now. And that's a really shitty spot for us to be in 54 days away from the World Cup. Mm-hmm. You said that that Greg needs to change his system. I yes. wanna I wanna harken back to 1998 when Steve Sampson was our coach, and this dude was changing systems night before the games at the World Cup, and it was an absolute disaster because he just didn't have any confidence in his vision at that time, and he was tinkering too much. I'm not saying that Greg and and Steve are the same, but but I don't know if that's the recipe to solve this either. Is to all of a sudden change a system that Greg has been 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 solidly behind the whole time listen Mm -hmm. i agree with you it's not working but i i don't know if that's the answer either because (laughs) because i I, yeah i got a lot of questions okay well i'm I'm a little bit go ahead chuck you go first and then he i want to hear from you i'm seeing a lot of uh, okay change the system but change the system but how do you change the system what's the solution how do you move forward 
well, think about your strengths. We can't go to a back three because we don't have three quality center backs. So <laughs> that is out the window. I don't want to see back three again because we well, don't we're have not a scoring. Back. I'll go back three. I'll go back three. <laughs> no, if, 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 our best, if our best team is our attackers and they're not scoring goals, let's put in a back three and then, and then change, change what we have up top. You're going to have to lose one of your attackers. So you want to you, you want to try and win six five? Is that is that what you're trying to do in a World I Cup? Mean, you think you're going to win six five in a World Cup? I you mean, a win's a win. Backs? What are we talking who's, who's about? Who's a your, W's a yeah, W. You, do you think that would be possible? You think that's that's realistic? We're out, I don't know. I would. What, what, three, what three center backs are you going with? What's who's the go, three center backs? I mean, I would go with uh, Chris Richards, Walker Zimmerman, and then give me one more. <laughs> like, give me one more. Listen. Oh come on, man. Oh, would you rather? Do you trust two center backs? I, I would rather go a, f a flat back four with two defensive midfielders. That we just did that me, today, dude. What two, no, what, no, what, what two defensive no, midfielders? We didn't, we, we didn't say Weston, you're sitting with Tyler Adams and you got, you're going to be defending. Dude, we have Kellen Acosta on the field next to, I mean, whether Kellen he's Acosta sitting right was, now. was out there trying to be Pirlo. I get you, but his that, instincts are not, to play defense. You the, know? the problem with Kellen Acosta right now in this system, in this game, was exactly why it didn't work because. Saudi Arabia was not coming and staying high and pressing us where or launching long balls where you needed to win second balls where Kellen Acosta is great. That's where he's at his best. He's just winning second balls and he's tackling. He's not forced to produce. That's why I wanted to see Gio Reyna in the midfield. You and, you and me both. Like, because why wouldn't we take these 90 back. minutes to do that, Chuck? I don't. Uh, that's that's on Greg Berhalter. Yes, it is. This, for for it putting is. this in a, in a situation where you handcuff our best attacking outside back and put him at the left side when he's right-footed. Yep. And then you start Kellen Acosta when we dude, played Saudi Arabia. Today. That's two Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia yes, scored, he wasn't scored two playing goals in that role, but either way, he shouldn't have been on the pitch. There, there's well, not agree. a team that's that's going to be but pressing. But he put in us. a six this to make him France an eight. Or Argentina or Brazil. Listen, we're arguing about the same goddamn thing. Listen, they I scored know, two goals in their point. last eight games. My, Saudi my point two is, goals in the last we eight don't. Game. Have, Why not put an attacking player in the midfield? We don't, don't have play. support up top for whoever's playing the nine. It does not exist. Christian Pulisic is out of form. We're not, we're forgetting that this isn't the Christian Pulisic who's at his best. He's he's lacking match sharpness and match fitness. He's he's searching for the ball. He's coming so deep because he can't get involved. We're not looking for him. Whoever's playing up top as a nine, it doesn't matter. It could be Christian Pulisic. Whoever's running is not getting the ball. We're not somebody even looking. We're not even looking. Somebody, just said, somebody said we're angrily in agreement. <laughs> we, we are we are angrily in, in agreement. Great, what I'm saying is it. We're, we're all passionate about this. Uh, we want this team to succeed. Right now, not only is the system not working, the players who are being picked for this system are not the right fit. So, Or they're in not this buying game, in. They don't you, want to do the work that's being asked of them, but, which is, but which is a different can, conversation. How can you play Gio Reyna as a right winger when his strengths are being on the ball and, and running at players, being a 1v1, and in this system, he's just tasked with running deep and making sprints when in this game. you know he's fragile, right? Yeah. Get him on the ball. We had midfielders Put who were hiding. Dude. We had center backs who can't find options, and they're forced with playing the game. We're, we're, we're never going to win. We are never going to win in this manner. It's not going to happen. We are not threatening. It's predictable. That, it's our, easy. Listen, our whole Done. plan should be how do we get Gio Reyna's the ball? How do we get Christian Pulisic the ball that he's a little bit closer to goal? How do we get our striker getting some meaningful touches. Ricardo Pepe had 12 touches in the first half. That's not on Ricardo Pepe. That's on how we're trying to supply him the ball and get him the ball. So 
now some of it is on him, but it's not all on him. And, and, and the system has to be looked at. The fear is, is that the system, I, I, just, I just don't know if you can change it at this point. And I don't know if Drake will. And, and nor, I don't even know if he should, because this is what he's done to get us to this point. Yes. And, and but is that it's to this point, if you want to excel and be better than that, then you have to look yourself in the mirror. You have to look at the team and the performances and say, you know what? They're not getting it. I, I, I clearly miss. You got to simplify it. I agree. Yes. Yes. There's, 100%. there's a thing. There's a thing that, that, that Bob Bradley used to say that stuck with me. And I know I've said it a bunch of times on here, but he used to always say like, that's a good pass. Is there a better one? And I feel like, this team right now is going for the pass that's the next pass for them to take away any of their own accountability versus the better one, a, a penetrating pass, a diagonal ball, uh, you know, a one-two wall pass, the creativity that comes into play as opposed to just being like, get it off my foot. That's not my problem anymore. And that's what it feels like the confidence to me this team has right now, which is get it off my foot. I'm playing for a job here. I don't want this in around me to increase my risk of, of making mistakes. I'm going to play simple. I'm going to connect the dots. And this team is now without what feels like an identity. And yeah, you can go back a year ago and say, hey, what made us good was, was set pieces, right? We won Gold Cup. We won Nations League, set pieces, set pieces. Even that's not there anymore. Even that's not a threat. So if all we've got is set pieces, at least be the best at anybody yeah, in the right. World Cup going into it at set pieces. At least that's your thing you can mm -hmm. go to when things are going bad. But right now, I cannot tell you how this team plans on a goal kick on what phases of the field they plan to build up, where they plan to where they plan to attack from they a don't know that. standpoint, from How a game plan standpoint. That? And then exactly. And then I couldn't tell you which players know when the right time for them to to alter that system and say, Well, I'm seeing something else here, I'm gonna go and do it. Or, or well, I'm well, gonna see No. Yeah. These are great Again, shots. That's buy-in, right? That's buy-in. one of the things that I thought was of interest was the fact that there was this overemphasis on hitting long balls to the point where they took it literally. <laughs> And then, like and then secondly, <laughs> I love Send the long it. ball, baby. Hey, Send move it. the lines. Move, move the, the lines. lines. Well, hey, doesn't matter. In the corner. We're going to win the second ball anyway. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Okay. So, so yes, maybe I said that on a few occasions. But Jimmy, I play, I actually, let me hold on real quick, real quick, Jay, on that. I played it. My second national team game was against Canada in a January camp. And all they did for 90 minutes was lump it up to Rob Friend, who brought oh, it down, dude. laid it back, and what then played mess. it wide, who whipped it into the ball, whipped the ball into the box. And I remember going like, if this is football, I don't want anything to do with this ever again. Like, I'm, I'm ready <laughs> to fly down, it back to Denmark. Was that down in San Diego? Da was that down it San was down in San Diego. It was 2006. Yeah, yeah, I played yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, you remember that, that one, game? Yeah. yeah, it was yeah, wild. Yeah. Just isolate. Like, I had to mark Rob Friend. It up I knew forward, exactly. Yeah. Win, but, but it worked in the sense that they forced you to have to like collapse on the, the second ball. They lay it off. They get it wide. Isolate you one-on-one. -on -one, whip the ball into the box. And I remember that being the ugliest thing ever, but also remembering like how hard it was to play against that when, when a team does it well, and that's their system. That was a 0-0 game as well, and we did have trouble breaking them down. And, and to your point, Heath, I think that Canada team in particular, and I think this goes for the, the bigger conversation, they didn't try to be anything that they weren't. And sometimes I think mm -hmm. that we're, we're trying to do that as opposed to sometimes we've got to cool. roll up our sleeves. And sometimes it happens in mid-game. Can you roll up your sleeves and just make some goddamn tackles and, and change? It's so off. Joseph People are talking about... Is this, are we planning for 2026? That's how far the plan is off right now that people are saying, is this 2026 training right now? We are five years from World Cup. Well, well we and always knew people that the are experience. Because it's so far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm, well, we knew that they were going to gain some experience here from in, in 2022, which should give them that valuable, okay, I know how this goes for 2026. Now, the one point I wanted to make tactically, which I thought was of interest, was that we didn't press high. We pressed high on goal kicks. Oh my we didn't gosh. press high. Thank in, God in the you brought that up. And, and I thought that was interesting because. We didn't even it, it seems like mid. now we defended 
Dinner we did like half. a mid a mid block pressure, and I'm like, okay, so so Greg clearly wants to work on this. I assume it's going to be more for the England of our of our group as opposed to Wales or Iran, but maybe not. Now Wales coach Rob Page was in attendance. I'm sure he enjoyed all 90 minutes of that. Do you but, think mid uh, is top of the circle, or do you think mid? Like, we were we were not we top of the line. circle. He did top of the circle, right? And yeah. you can see Ricardo. He definitely had some orders of what to do and when. And I found that to be interesting because okay, you bring in Acosta. We don't high press consistently right like kind of what we're known for under greg so he is tinkering a little bit to your point charlie about maybe changing the system in some capacity or maybe it was just based on the opponent and yes yeah, saudi arabia for me didn't get they had better chances than us a hundred but a lot of ours were self-inflicted like a bad pass or or you know and to, to his point we didn't find the better pass out of certain situations we're trying to cram it in like we did against japan we're still having a problem with that now as you guys know you play games at the highest level and and that type of mistake is going to be in the back of the net that's just how it works so we have to eliminate those as soon as possible. But yeah. but it, it's it's it, it was interesting to me that we we saw a different type of pressing system from the team today. I I, I would see I see a lot of comments saying this is the same system we had against Mexico. Why why did it work then and, and not now? Well, because Mexico doesn't sit back and defend. They come mm -hmm. out and play. They think they're the better opponent. They're going to be on the front foot. They're going to push their numbers high. They they can leave themselves vulnerable because they think they're going to bet on themselves to win and keep possession. That's where we were able to find those those passes and, and those gaps and and set pieces. We were we had to come together and defend first. This was a team dropping off. Look at all of of our road qualifiers. We sucked. Yeah. We absolutely no, we, sucked. Yeah, we weren't great. And 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 I go. It goes back to <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna sit back and defend. And and have our center backs make play the ball, then. Why not bring in the, the best playing center backs that, that we have that aren't called into the camp? And I know I've With been that have I've experience, been, right? I've been and the Ben-Rams. most I've been the most critical of John Anthony Brooks and, and Tim Ream. But guess what? If you're gonna now sit back and sit on top of your goalkeeper and play these five yard balls yeah. and then look for and the, the high line doesn't matter ball, anymore. Yeah, the high line then, doesn't matter anymore. Then put put him in. Tim Ream plays every week against the best players in the world. I know he's he's slow and he goes out to the, the touchline like John Anthony Brooks. They're snails. They're going to get burnt. But then don't have them do that because if you mm -hmm. sit back and you stay compact like they do for, for, for Fulham, then guess what? You might have some success. You might be able to catch teams uh, on the counter. You, you're going to find Gio Reyna and Christian Pulisic in those spaces because teams are going to be are going to be stretched. Ultimately, All right, everybody. that's not how... Greg Berhalter wants to play, and that's why they're not called in. Then you got to find a different way to play to get the best out of your the most talented players in this roster. No, great shout. All right, everybody. I'm I'm stumbling because I'm so excited to get to this break, so we can talk further because we need to get into it a little bit more. This is in soccer we trust. Thank you for listening and watching, and of course commiserating with us about this U.S. men's national team's two friendlies. We'll be right back right after this break. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, 
taylorbrands.com slash CBS Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. Welcome back, everyone, to In Soccer We Trust. I'm Jimmy Trashcan, Cream Cheese, Conradino Conrad, alongside Charlie Chuck Wagon Davies and Hollywood Heath Pierce. And we are breaking down the 0-0 draw between the U.S. men's national team and Saudi Arabia. And Saudi Arabia had more shots than us. But we had shots on goal, baby. That is a marked improvement for the Japan game where we didn't have any. Let's look at the bright side of everything. So, Hollywood, I'm going to throw it to you on this. And if you haven't hit subscribe on your podcast platform of choice, please do that. Leave a five-star review. We'd really appreciate that. Or hit like and subscribe to watch on YouTube. If you're Greg Berhalter, the staff right now, what are you discussing? What are you thinking about? What's your post-mortem, as it were, as it pertains to not only this game, but maybe the 180 minutes overall? You know that Ben Affleck uh, with, with like smoking the cigarette thing, where his like shirt's a little unkempt and uh, let everybody post around having like <laughs> yeah, yeah. What that's, mean, what that's, Greg, that's the Greg Verhalter <laughs> I'm thinking about right now. You know, the two three fingers on the forehead, kind of looking down. You know, or or like the the one from Narcos where he's like uh, you know kind of looking sitting off, on the swing, sitting on the swing by himself. Pablo, yeah. Pablo Escobar yeah, Pablo sitting Escobar on sitting the swing, on the looking off into the, the distance when he's standing. Like those. I mean, you. I, I think. If anything, you got your answers, which was maybe not player selection wise. You, you don't have your answers, but you sure as heck got answers on the guys that you trust are not ready for the system that you tried to deploy in this one, right? We've always been good. I know that the players have complained about having to press too much and too often and too high and feeling vulnerable and not wanting necessarily to do that. This, is a, this was mm -hmm, a mm -hmm. complete change from that, going into these deep areas and trying to defend there. And we're clearly not good. And I think we, again, we have better players and you need to have Good center backs that under pressure and deep blocks can find the first two, three passes to get out, change the point of attack, and then allow your team to get up underneath. So I think if, if there's anything to take away from these, it's that the system that they wanted to play in this, which has been quite a bit different than what we've seen uh, in the past, or at least in my interpretation of it, doesn't work. And you want to bring that back out? Guess what? January of next year, you get to try that again and try to deploy this, this type of play, where you set up your lines, where you're going to build up, who your center backs on the ball, things like that. Or bring John Anthony Brooks back in, bring Tim Ream back in, somebody who's really good on the ball, comfortable in tight spaces, can defend on the top of their box. They're going to have weaknesses that we are all well aware of, like Charlie mentioned, but they're going to at least help you in that type of scenario. Or bring a hybrid approach. Because if you want to be able to go to that, you better have the players that can go to that. And if you want to go to a high-press system, go to the players that can play in that system. There, there's a reason why players play at different clubs around the world that make it at different levels around the world and different systems around the world mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. they can't play in certain things. We all have strengths and weaknesses. At the peak of your career, at the peak of your game, you are still going to have a bunch of weaknesses. And this team has clear weaknesses in the way that we play based on the personnel that we're putting in those positions to execute. Yeah, and, and weaknesses that I think have been exposed, especially by Japan. I was like, oh, my God, they just laid out the playbook for all of our opponents in, in the World Cup. Charlie, do you feel like there's going to be any players now that have benefited from this 180 minutes that weren't here? Obviously, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Chris Richards, probably probably looking better, Reem and Brooks, but but a Jordy Pifok, you know, is he one? You know, Yunus Musa, I think, looks like a, a gem. We've already talked about him. But it's clear that we could have used a little bit of his 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 personality to use Greg's word, in the middle of midfield to help us break the lines and help us transition in a more meaningful way and more consistently, right? Because we did it a few times, but it wasn't like this consistent type of pressure of us getting the ball and always kind of being on the front foot. Well, I think one, uh, to start from the back, is Anti Robinson is Key. indispensable. Can't, no one else can play there. Mm -hmm. he, is, he is the only left back we have. Unfortunately, 
we need him to be 100% healthy and fit and in form come the first game of, of the World Cup. So that's the first point. I think we need him to be fit because he kind of gives us an identity. He has that edge because you know exactly what he gets. He's consistent. He's tough. I, I like him as a left back too. I think he's improved his game as well. So we need him. The center back pairing needs to be figured out and figured out ASAP. And Chris Richards is is got to be the guy because Aaron Long, again today, lost the ball too many times without pressure. Just we Heath, you talked about taking risks, taking taking not the easy route. Sometimes there's got to be a better ball, a, a more challenging ball, but it's worth the risk. We aren't taking enough risks. We don't have enough risk takers, especially. But he might not have that in his half. He might not have that in his locker. You know, he might not be able to make that better pass. Right. So, then, but Jimmy, as a professional, you should be able to hit a long I ball. I get it. You should feel I comfortable switching the ball on, on. You know, we know some guys they can cut totally. the grass with a perfect ball. Some float it, but you still have to have enough clubs in your bag to be a a, a, a professional. You know, to know that it, like. Yes. As much as I know that this might be a turnover and this team's been working hard to get the ball back, that's the right ball to play. Walker Zimmerman, once he locked in on that one, you could at least see that confidence of like that willingness to test a rangey pass or 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 an entry ball. And, and I and I would say that Aronson is not a center midfield with this national team. I don't think he's taken enough steps forward to be considered as a starter in the the center of the the park for for this team. However. I think he's a great option in that right winger spot, when, especially when Timo Weah is not here. Because Yunus Musa is the gem. He is, for me, the best player in this group. He's the best. Uh, he has the highest ceiling. He's, he's our best attacking talent because out of the midfield, he, he can dribble by people. He has that burst of pace. He's good in the second <laughs> balls. He kind of does it all. Wait, didn't you say Eunice Musa like three or four months ago? Heath and Charlie say that Eunice Musa can't, like, I need to see him score. I need to see him get yes, assists. Yes, I, I think the final he's ball doing, was missing from him. It that was, was okay. clear. And it's, it's changing what? under Gattuso at Valencia. I get yes. it. But guess we haven't what? seen him go to the plays, national team yet. He goes and plays centrally for Valencia, and he's starting but to develop. Asked, what we're asking him to do could be different than what Gattuso is asking him to do at Valencia. But playing in the middle of the park is playing in the middle of the park. Fair. Christian Pulisic needs to, to find minutes. And, and five minutes fast because he, he just doesn't he's look sharp. Gonna, I mean, like Chelsea 23s at this point. It, it, but, it's, but, it's, are it's you, a concern, are you, you would You would change him then? Would you put somebody else there if he's if he plays like this in a World Cup? Well, we don't have anyone else to to play there. Who who would play over him? Brandon Aronson? That's the only option that you could possibly say. I this mean, is my problem still has We don't have any challenging players or ones that you would step in and like. If we don't have right. a Jedi Robinson, what do we do? If we don't have Pulisic in form, what do we do? Yeah, our depth has definitely been tested, I think, and and shown as a vulnerability for our team where we thought well, the, maybe it's papering over cracks. Maybe we're being too hopeful. But um, the, the center forward position, no matter who's playing there, P-Folk especially, he needs support. That's why he's thriving with his club. He has a, a partner, a striker partner who's who plays Inc incredibly well off of him, makes great runs, opens up space. He's not the He's not the only one. He needs he needs support, and if he's playing in this team, this system is not going to work for him. He needs somebody next to him, and so that's when I say you you need to change the system if you want to play Jordan Pifolk. And if Pifolk's one of the top strikers in in a league where their team's at the top of the table, I man, wonder. I, I wonder what players. we're going to do at this point. Let's talk about Giorena really quick though, because he came out in the 27th minute. He basically subbed himself off. 
it wasn't pre-planned by U.S. Soccer, not to give him just 30. And straight then to the tunnel. Some off. He went straight down the tunnel. Mm -hmm. U.S. Soccer coming out and saying precautionary, just trying to be safe and smart about, about Geo. But this is concerning. Hollywood, I'll go back to you on this. Uh, it just seems like some of our players are pretty brittle, and he might be Mr. Glasshouse of all the glasshouses we have mm -hmm. on our team. Yeah, because it's two things, right? Either it's an actual injury or it's a mental thing. And the mental thing mm -hmm. is just as bad as an injury sometimes, if that's going to be every time you feel a little... And this is what we see with chronically injured players is that little bit of like, in the back of my mind, whether it's scar tissue or something doesn't feel right or something compensation acts up, your brain starts to go, something's wrong. Um, and so either way, it's, 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 it's bad because, you know, he's... I hope that he's mature enough that this was precautionary that goes, something felt a little off, just want to be smart take myself out much bigger picture. But I would think that a 19 year old probably doesn't have the ability to, to, to think that holistically about the situation and probably felt a little bit something I'm speculating on a ton of, of stuff course, right now to say course, that is, is wrong of me. But, but I, I, I do think that it, it is a fear of mine that either it's something physical or it's something mental. And those two things are both, uh, wildly well, important in the context of it all or both and they can, and they can be intertwined I, I just i think i've given this personal story before but uh when bob called me to play in two tournaments to play in the gold cup in 07 and then back it up with copa america my wife and i had our first baby and it was stressful it was just a stressful time and all the pressure i put on myself to to be there um and to be a good dad and, and to whatever that means everybody's got their different def definition of that my dad wasn't around all that much when i was a kid so it was really important for me to do that especially when she was born blah 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 but i told bob i could do both but as it started to go on and and before the camp or first the gold cup started i started to get more stressed out about leaving my baby for eight weeks that's a big ask you know but i'm not going to say no to the national team obviously your window to play in general is very very small but it was just so overwhelming for me i pulled my hamstring and you guys knew that I took care of myself. I did yoga all the time. I tried to eat right. I knew my advantages of, of gaining on other players weren't going to be talent. It was going to be all the little things, all the intangibles. And so I tried to make sure that I took advantage of that, but it was the mental side. So all of a sudden I pull my hammy and that rules me out of the gold cup. Cool. Problem solved. Now I only have to miss a couple of weeks and I'm down in the Copa America. So, so I wonder if there is, and I'm glad you brought it up a little bit of a mental component. I don't know what it is uh, that's holding Gio Reyna back, yeah. but, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's some something in there that's tying the two things together. I I would take the opinion opinion of a player who is desperate to play in the World Cup, and if he feels anything that gives him any type of similar feeling that he has felt in the past, then he's going to pull himself out at, at the the first that's fair. chance he can. So I'm going to. Do you go think with, that that's also Charlie? And sorry to interrupt, but don't you don't you yeah. also think that also comes out to you playing like how hard are you playing in the game? How, how, how much are you willing to give to protect yourself? And we've seen players that do this in the week that are, have like injury things. They don't train hard or they're mm -hmm. very protective or in a game they come out because they're, they're, they're nursing a little bit of something. Like, I'm not saying that was the case with Reyna today, but you know, it's hard yeah. to just draw a line. on like, I'm going to go all out. And the moment I feel it, I take myself out and protect myself. You're kind of also just like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't overextend okay, or, yeah. you know. And yeah. as a 19 year old who, who's desperate to play in a world cup, I, th I understand the hesitancy not to, to, go all a hundred percent and, and risk pulling a hamstring at, at this stage of, of the campaign. You, you want to play in that world cup. So again, that's why I think he should have been central. It would have been less running and more on the ball. And mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. he doesn't, you don't have to worry about him opening up strides. It's more of like pulling off the bat off, off the midfielder's shoulder, getting the ball on the half turn and then dribbling and then creating that where 
you're not really thinking because you're you're playing with the ball and it's not so much about making these long runs without the ball. That that you're not playing to his strength if you're just asking him to to make these long pressing runs or long runs in behind. That's he's not Team Awea. He's a player that comes inside, and that's why the midfield position I think would have been ideal for him. Now, do you think there's been any players that played themselves off of this team? Heath, I'll come to you. In this window. Uh, oh man, that's tough. I mean, played themselves off. off. Um, I think Sam Vines is, is out. Um, I think um I don't know where Malik Tillman fil- fits into this picture. Uh I mean there's it's De it's a really De La hard is in, right? De La Torre is De La, in. De La Torre, I think, is in just for depth. Um and he plays and, a style again, that, feeling, that uh, he, he plays a style that I think in the right circumstances works, and we've seen it work before with the national work, team. Work well. Mm-hmm. Um it, it's it's really I'm 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 going down Johnny this Cardo, list. Johnny Cardoso out. Yeah Johnny, yeah. Johnny Cardoso out. Yeah. Jordan um, Morris didn't do anything to help his case. Yeah, Reggie Cannon. He's, he's Reggie out. Cannon didn't play well, and now he's injured. So, I could see him. Not yeah, I making, think he's. I think he's this. out. I, I mean, you got your out. you got your first. Eric Palmer right Brown backs. probably out. Yeah. Yep. He didn't play at all, so he didn't so, impress. So do you take JMO or do you take Ariola? I think one of the two are going. I think Ariola is the guy I think that Ariola he's always goes. gone to. He's the most he capped good player energy today. in this, in this pool under under um, under um, Greg Berhalter. I think he's got thirty something games under Berhalter. So I think he goes. Um, I don't think he's a guy that we, we we go to or have to rely on if if, if we're close to full strength, probably at all in the World Cup. But okay. you know, a guy that I I do think that is probably at the age that if he looked at him and said, "I want you to do these three things for the next twenty minutes," is going to do those exact three things, right? Um, as opposed to some of the our younger players are going to have more thoughts and opinions. I think uh, that we're seeing come out, which is a mix of a game plan and and egos and people and and you know young young talented. Uh, roster. So I think Ariel is in. Um, How about trying to think uh, who, who, who else? Mark McKenzie. I mean, I'll go to Charlie on this one. Mark McKenzie. Yeah. I think he played himself out because in the first the first uh, substitute appearance against Japan, he thought, okay, there's something there. One bad, mm-hmm. kind of bad giveaway, but there's something there. It was better than Aaron Long, but Aaron, he still opted to go with Aaron Long, yeah. who dug himself in a deeper hole. I thought he, so too. He, that was interesting. He might have he played himself out of the World Cup squad, let alone just being a starter. He might have played his, his himself all the way out because he, he well, just couldn't out, complete the, the McKenzie's in. No, I mean... But, but Long's in. Greg loves Long's Long. In. Yeah, I think Long's in. in. He but, might have fallen he's, down. He's, he might have opened com- up he's, his... He's, he's, there's no way he is considered now for a starting spot as a Okay, maybe back. not starting, but it's all Richard then. I think Richard's it's or Chris Richards and then Cameron Carter Vickers has moved up the, the track. I'd yeah, say he's yeah. the third option now after Chris Richards. And Zimmerman wasn't good either. No. That, that's the thing. Zimmerman was bad too. So you look at the depth chart, it's like I don't even you do you can't start from scratch. For me, but, for me though, it's it's which one of those four center backs is the best leader. That that has to be taken into consideration, and I think given is that there a chance not in the that captain's be- armband, I think I think it's I think it's Walker that would be one starting. Person. On that, do you think there is any chance? I, I mean, we know that Brooks is not coming back. That Reem could be a late call just for Re- like Reem. Reem Reem's not a bad shot or potentially or leadership is, is or a experience. Great person leader, and and Greg, he's kind of like Greg that. as a player, to be honest. Because yeah, Greg, Reem, Greg values that. Yeah, Greg wasn't fast, and he was left footed and could play. Right, like he he had a good he could but good passing but that range. goes that goes against everything that Greg's been saying for the past two years. So that undermines is, undermines his whole yes. messaging for two years. Well, be, be, but uh, so unless you want to completely change the system 
and well, that's what up. you're asking him to do. <laughs> well, 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 it has to. It can't stay the same. I understand. I understand. It can't. What, it is we not won't score an goals in this way unless guys. unless we're scoring no. off a penalty kick or a set piece. We aren't going to score goals in the run of play in, in in this fashion. But we look at this team right now, and when you're going into World Cup against Wales in November, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. might be starting with Walker Zimmerman coming out of maybe a gap of whether they go deep in the playoffs or 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 not, and Chris Richards who might not play another minute before the start of a World Cup. As it's your possible. two starting center backs next to Serginho Dest, who's Who probably not going to play many minutes because we could be second or third in the depth chart at, at AC Milan. And, 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 and Anthony Robinson could be behind who's injured. And he's yeah. also behind and or, coming you know, back competing yeah, exactly. with Kurosawa. Be yeah. Behind Kurosawa, yeah. And, 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 and so, in front of a, in front of a Matt Turner who who's played maybe four Europa League games. <laughs> We're flying, then, yeah. boys. We're yeah, absolutely flying right now. Okay. Okay. Go into the midfield, right? Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you can go all the way through. You got McKinney, who could or could not be playing. He'll probably be playing. Musa who's going to be playing if he's if he's healthy. Adams is going to be playing if he's if uh, and uh, if he's healthy, right? So assume so, that again stick. the strongest part of our, our our team. Yeah. Okay. Strongest part of our team, but not indicative of the way that we play because we clearly couldn't play through that this without Musa. Uh, yeah. Christian Pulisic, who might not play minutes before the World Cup uh, or a ton of them, or being he'll play some, but maybe not in the form that we want him in, confidence wise mm-hmm. or, or or consistent. Okay, then you go up top that you're going with Ferreira, got, depending on where they fall into the season. You got uh, you got um, Pepe, who probably be pay- playing at Groningen in, in, in the form that he's in right now. And then Josh Sargent, who's playing as your three sort of core options. And then on the other side, Timo Weah hasn't played hurt. single minute. Hurt, hurt. Or is apparently not hurt. We don't know. Um, no, and then you, he's finally back training. So He's back okay. training, okay. Uh, Brendan Aronson, who will, who will likely be playing in that spot. Or Gio Reyna, who we don't know uh, from a health... Or health, health. always on the precipice yeah. of being hurt. Yeah. 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 Good times, boys. We're cruising. Yeah. So yeah. so, so here's um, here's a question. And I, I'm kind of curious to hear from you both on this. And anybody else that wants to chime in, hit us up on Twitter as well at ISWTPod. Drop us a follow there if you're so kind. At what point does... does or, or let's just say us. What what do we need? Like, what... Or, no, I got to rephrase that. When do we start to switch to we're gonna we got these guys' backs? Not to say we can't criticize, but 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 it feels like we're just swimming in in the warm waters of negativity and and uh, and frustration. That's easy, and, right? That's easy. But I mean, at what point do we like get behind the guys that are going to be representing our country in the World Cup? Has anyone said they're not behind? No, no, no. I, I, but it's no, no, no. They're not. I'm not True, saying that they're yeah, not. That's not. But yeah, but, but I would say for us and the coaching staff too. This our, isn't just our, isolated to to. The players, I, I, but also would, what the coaching staff. I would say our job, Jim, is Ooh, I to, love the gym. He's serious, everybody. <laughs> it is is to yeah. give critique when it is needed. Of course. Right now, right now it is needed in from every area of all the field. players, mm-hmm. all staff. That is what we're doing. We are calling it like we're seeing, and we're being honest. That does not mean we don't support the our national team. That doesn't mean we we don't support our players and our coaches. All three of us have played. We have an affinity for for the national team that will never leave us. We will always be part of this brotherhood. We will always support this group. However, we want more from this group because we expect more. We know they're capable of it. Yes. If this team sucked and and they they were out of it, there was no chance that they could perform. Then it is what it is, and we say, all right, well, you know, we're, we're doing our best. That we we know we're so much better than this. We're not creating Jim, chances. We're not dangerous. But, but, but I guess the 
what we're kind of also have been saying over this past almost almost an hour is maybe we aren't as good as we think we are. You know, maybe there has to be a little bit of that reality that's setting in that we 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 maybe have to temper our expectations because well, maybe we're not as capable as we thought we were. I don't know. I'm just throwing. I'm just using you're that stuck, as a We're stuck. We are stuck between a system-based manager and players that maybe don't necessarily fit all the systems or ways in which he wants to play or have or, a willingness or they're to play. Not I think it. that's, or they're not buying into it. And I think there's a little bit of that pushback now. And we've all been in teams where you play and you're like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, you know, Thierry Henry talks about that, get the ball, uh, get the ball, pass the ball, or whatever that documentary is where mm -hmm. they wanted him to just sit out on the touchline all the time. And, and, and his job was every time that somebody got the ball, it was to run over the top. And he was like, I don't want to run over the top. I want the ball at my feet, you know? And then eventually bought into the system and then it changed the way that the Barcelona played and all this thing. It's a small little anecdote. But like when I think about this team, I'm hoping that we've learned something um, from these games in terms of we saw the way Greg wanted to play a couple of years ago, right? And then we saw that evolve in terms of is this going to be functional? Is it actually going to function? I'm, I mean, I would love to have played for, for a team that kept possession all the time. Didn't get the chance to. You know, like I would have loved to play a beautiful way. We evolved from that into qualifying and qualifying had consequences. So we went into a way that was functional. And it seems like now we came out of that going, okay, but can we be functional, but also have some different ways to play or different ways to look at the game only to realize, no, the answer to that is no. We have a very specific way that we need to be good at getting results. We need to be pressing high up the field. We need to win ball in better spots because if we've got to build up or if we've got to break down 11, or if we've got to do all those types of things, we've got nothing. And so I'm hoping that we look at this as a learning learning situation to rule out things that I feel honestly we've done a decent this team has done a decent job of evolving over over time through a pandemic of course but evolving from being the idealistic going back to 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 Jurgen Klinsmann the idealistic way we want to play and the, the way that this national team will play someday to where we are are actually in reality right where we where we are on that actual spectrum and I think we're we're moving forward Yes, we've taken a couple steps back in this camp or, or a leap back, or at least we've ruled out things that, hey, we thought maybe we could get back to this because it's World Cup. It's different than qualifying, but no. Rule that out, and let's go back to things that we know work. Charlie, you're because uh, I agree with you guys. I There's no question about having the players back, and I remember that I had a fun thing I did on Kick TV where I was a little, let's say, not a biggest fan of Jurgen Klinsmann as a coach. Didn't mind him as an idea guy. I thought that he had great ideas. I think he pushed Sunil Galati in particular. Did you like him as a friend? Did you like him as a friend? I don't know him as a was friend. He, he wouldn't give friend? me that opportunity. So how am I supposed to know? Just trying to know Obviously, which, hell, just trying to know which ways you player. liked about him, which ways you didn't. Hell, hell of a player. And okay, I love as that a he player, brought my player pool. Okay. Yeah, as a player, I liked him. Uh, uh, what I, as an idea guy, I thought he brought in our player pool, had some good ideas. and and But in terms of implementing his own ideas, I didn't really like him as a coach. That's just me. So I he put didn't out like this you campaign. drinking a beer in the tunnel, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. at, uh... smoking cigarettes at halftime. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? So, so I ended up doing a little bit of a, of a campaign and, and made some fun of them. And when I went out, it was at the Confederations cup final or the, 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 for the chance to go to a Confederations cup. Um, it was at the Rose bowl against Mexico. We ended up losing three to two. It was weird to go out there and try to talk to the fans about wanting uh, Jurgen out, but still making sure that everybody knew that I had the players back because sometimes it's hard to separate the two. And so I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. And uh, that was a valuable learning experience for me because yes, we want to be critical. We've got to be critical, but, but then there, at one point, like I just got, I just want these guys to do well. And it's a really delicate balance. And I know that you guys want the team to do well, of course, but it, it's just, uh, 
it sometimes gets whipped up into a frenzy and we get caught up in it as well. So I just, I just wanted to talk about that because it's hard for me sometimes where I, I still want, cause you know, these guys, they're human beings. We were those guys once too. And you, you, you can't help, but go look to see what people are saying about you based on your performance. Oh, yeah. and, and so, yeah. and when you see it, people that are quote unquote, part of the brotherhood, Charlie, uh, and even those guys are coming at you. You're like, yo, you don't have my back, you know? And so that's, that's, it's interesting at times when you, when you walk into those waters. And so, because I, you always want the players to know that you have their back no matter what, even when they struggle, especially when they struggle. And, and uh, anyway, I just went off on some random tangent, but I wanted to, to chime in. Anybody else? The sad days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Charlie's got no, nothing. I mean, He's it, got nothing. Yeah. I, what, what, I, what I would say is, is just these players, we, we know that Tyler Adams is the heart of this team in the midfield. And, when he's at his best, he is he's not getting pulled out into those wide areas. He's disciplined. He's staying central. He's protecting the back four. Wins the ball, gets it off his feet, off his foot. In this system right now, he's being charged with getting on the ball and making the game, as well as the center backs. Mm-hmm. That that doesn't play to to our strengths. It doesn't. Right. We we want them to be bypassed. We want that the ball at Christian's feet. We want the ball at Gio Reyna's feet and. And whoever's playing up top and Yunus Musa, those are the players that can get off the dribble and com- com- combine. We, how many times did we see somebody dribble today and, and beat somebody centrally and create space and draw people out of, out of a position to, to find those, those areas where we can have a, a mismatch. They, it yeah. just didn't exist. Yeah. Christian did it a few times, but then, then I didn't see Christian for 20 minutes. So it's like, mm-hmm. how can we get him the ball? in more meaningful ways. All right, let's get into our final thoughts. We appreciate everybody joining us for our raw emotion following the 0-0 draw against Saudi Arabia. Heath, I'm going to come to you first. Final thoughts. And then just as a reminder, we have two more shows this week for you. Thursday will be the next one. We'll be going live 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific. And then Friday will be 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Hopefully you guys remember that. Hopefully you're writing it down. Heath, final thoughts. Um, Yeah, I, I think that right now it's emotional. It feels like doom and gloom. I still believe in these players, this team. I think, if anything, we we need to recognize uh, that some of the stuff is uh, you rule it out, right? And and I'm I'm hoping that this was tinkering or testing things to see if because you went into qualifying, because you don't have a lot of time when you are qualifying to try new things, that this was an attempt to try something new to see how this team would react and work off of it. And we've learned that it doesn't, and we can just put some of those things in the past and move back to things that we know work for us. That's my final thought for today. Okay, Charlie, how about you? I'm going to say that the system needs to change. I think we've 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 all come to an agreement that it's not working, so things have to change, and that would be the system. Uh, Christian's not in form, but the best way to get uh, a player like him going is putting him in, in those right spots on the field and get him, get him isolated. We didn't do that enough. He, he has to fi- search for the game. So play to Christian's uh, strengths. Uh, get, we need Eunice Musa back ASAP. We need Anthony Robinson back ASAP. But I'm confident that this team will 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 get it together for the World Cup. I am. I, I I think, you know, there's a lot of things for this window that you you could use as excuses. I think the best part is getting your your butt kicked. They got their absolute asses kicked. Oh, sorry, I said a bad word. Jeez. Now now you respond. You know it's it, nothing's a given. And these were two of the easiest. Well, we thought they would after Japan, foes. Charlie. We thought yeah. they would after Japan. No, but, but as a whole, you go back okay. to your club. And these are of the easier foes. If you're talking about 
playing against England and and Netherlands or Senegal in the, the next round and Iran tied Senegal. So that lets you know how good Iran is. I mean, back to back impressive results. Yeah, Uruguay beat, win yep. and then Senegal draw. That's so right. the this is an opportunity for Greg and for the players to say, whoa, we got to get back to our backs against the wall and nothing is given. We got to earn everything and, and start just playing a little bit more simple. Make the make the yeah. system easier. And and I, I'm I'm behind this group. I, I am. I, I would say to, to piggyback on that with regard to the system, and this is my final thought, that maybe less is more. That that if we simplify it to Charlie's point, then that will give our guys a little bit more freedom to to be themselves, and and uh, hopefully we'll, it gets us a situation where we can adapt and identify problems very quickly, and we know how to play in and out of that. The big challenge I think for the coaching staff is how are you going to break through their their noise at their club level when they're trying to prepare for games every couple of days, and then still give them the information that they need to know about Wales. That's going to be a big challenge not only for our national team but all the national teams out there. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. And watching in soccer, we trust, we appreciate your support and all of the insight and input that you have for us on any platform here on YouTube, on any podcast platform of your choice, and on mm -hmm. social media. We really appreciate it. So on behalf of Producer Dez, Producer Alex, Hollywood Heat Pierce, Charlie Chuck Wagon Davies, I'm Jimmy Cream Cheese Conrad. Say thank you for listening and watching once again, and we will see you on Thursday. Later.